Welcome aboard, everyone. It's time for another episode of the My Ship Story podcast. Head up to the pool bar, grab yourself a rum punch, settle in, and listen to modern day sailors tell their best stories about life at sea. Hopefully, we don't go into a bunch of pool stories and this bullshit. Well, you know. you're setting it up, Brad, so don't ask me about the freaking pool. I wasn't, but now I'm gonna. No, do not. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So today, uh, I'm hosting the podcast. I've, of course, got uh, Scott and Eric with me. Uh, let's check in with Scott. What's going on, Scott? Hey, man, what's happening? I am just getting ready for my favorite season. That, that mask is over creepy. It's almost October. It's almost. It's, Almost. Yeah. It's like those people that start putting up their Christmas decorations like in okay. like in November. No, no, not that. I was at Lowe's recently and the Christmas trees were coming up. September. September, folks. What? Yeah. It was crazy. I'm like, what the hell? What's settle, wrong with people? Settle down, people. Settle down. I could be way. one of those people who goes around and cuts people's Christmas tree lights off in <laughs> September. And again in uh, well, Feb- as, February, as a as a trick for Halloween. Trick, yeah. yeah. Get your mask on, no go tricks. around. If anybody yeah. gives you any trouble, just you know, pull the knife out. But, yeah, but now I will say, the only you could get shot. The well, that is that is true. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you're mentally imbalanced or not. You just carry and shoot, shoot at will. But I have, yeah, like, especially so in I'm Oklahoma, a, this is yeah. not uncommon. I have a yeah, little but, bit, but different. you're white. The cops won't shoot you. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> I think they will. I don't think they. I don't think they're as racist as you think they are. Well, they probably are, but still, they'll shoot you. Um. So, Eric, what's going yeah. on? Don't don't uh, mention any pool stuff. No, I won't. I won't. Not wasn't going to. I got a lot of real estate stuff going on. I have two offers out that I'm waiting to hear back tonight. So I might have to dip out for a second and take a call. But uh, just super busy with. Real estate stuff. Yeah, much more boring much than it. seeing if he's fixed or repaired or close his pool. Because <laughs> yeah, people, people are into this. One now. week. I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind week. of real estate, pool stuff. It's kind You're of like blah, boring. blah, blah. It's blah, blah. boring to me. But anyway, <laughs> so let's get to our guest. So this is an, this is a, an adjacent purser to Eric and I. Sam Evans, uh, kind of tooling around the same ships at the same time. Although we didn't, we didn't really work together too much, did we, Sam? Uh, Brett, nice to meet you all. By the way, Hello, yeah. good evening. welcome aboard. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, we did the handover, Brad. We on, yeah. uh, on the Viking Serenade. I think that was on the, the one and only Serenade. time. Yeah, yeah. And you pretty much had checked out by the time I got on board. You were like, "Yeah, do it." I was like, yeah, thanks a fucking bunch, buddy. He's checked out on a, on a winter time. On well, cruise. I think Ooh. these handovers, it sounds like you kind of got screwed with handovers because I think the only time we worked together was a handover on the Sovereign. And I was coming back for, I think, I, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I was coming back from Europe and the ship was going into dry dock. And weren't yeah. you the second person crew? And you wanted me to join like a couple of days early to help get all the crew off. Was that you or Gary Davis? No, that was that wasn't me. I think that oh, was. Oh, it must have been Gary. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah. I but don't we know did, if we did. We work together. We had to have because I posted a photo. Of, oh, that's right, you did. And I I have very few pictures because I rarely ever had a camera on me. 
So we must have done a handover on the sovereign. Maybe you replaced yeah. me on the sovereign when I, I uh, signed maybe. on. I seem to yeah. spend most of my ship career on the sovereign. Oh, I love that sovereign, show. Sovereign Majesty and the Viking Serenade, but mainly the sovereign. Well, we, we, I think we had a good time when we had that handover on the Viking <laughs> what Serenade. I, what I can remember of it. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I have nothing but fond memories of you. And I oh, yeah. never worked together, really, except right. for that. So yeah. we must have had a pretty good time. Plus, yeah. we were on the Viking Serenade and Michelle Benoit was the crew purser and Julie Cardenas was in the crew purser's office as well doing supercharge or something like that. And so that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good little, little uh, crew there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Hey, I got to ask real quick, since we're on this subject on the sovereign majesty monarch and the serenade, what, what, which was your favorite ship? It was a sovereign. I mean, I know I spent the majority of my time there, but I just uh, right. I've got so many good memories on there. I met so many awesome people. So, yeah. You may not know it, but that's pretty exciting answer. Yeah. You're the only one okay. that hasn't far out reached the O's oh, Viking Serenade. It was no, great. no. I hated that. I was second crew on there. It was even it's better. A nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Turn we around all those passengers every freaking three days, four days. I was like, yeah. no, thank and you. You're, and you, you had the, the old uh, engraving name tags yes. down there at like 11 o'clock at yes. night trying to carve Zbigniew into some right. kind of somebody's right. fucking name tag. And right. I, the, only good, the only good thing about that was I made myself a new name tag and it was uh, first person bollocks. <laughs> and that was it <laughs> and, I, and I didn't put the coating on it so you couldn't read it you had to get in really super close to get into it <laughs> At least it do you still have that? Uh, maybe I know there's we just moved from Seattle to back to Florida where we you may have to it. find that because we'll need that picture yeah I'll, I'll, I'll dig through my uh, as Maggie and my wife says my, my box of legacy things uh, yeah, I, I have two and I, and I still have them one was name tag boy so whenever I'd start into the name tags about 10 o'clock at night, I'd get my name tag boy on. And the other one was Jesus. And I would just wear it around randomly <laughs> just to see if people would ask me questions about it. Oh my and God. the chief person finally made me take it off. But uh, who was the chief? Jesus. Uh, Norm. Norm. <laughs> oh, Norm. Norm. Oh, I remember Norm. Yeah. Norm. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't remember his last name. Um, no, he just was always drunk, though. Yeah, he, he was, was always drunk. drunk. Always yeah. drunk. And I'm pretty sure I, I found him in his office, like, drunk in the safe one time, I think, on the Sovereign. Wow. I, <laughs> I signed him off a ship twice. I signed you can't him remember off his last name. I, no, I signed, yeah, I can't remember his last name, but he, he well, we weren't on very long. It, I, I came on, and there was lots of stuff going yeah. on, and... Ended up there, the company's like, oh, we got to get him off of here. Yeah. Uh, he'd closed his hand in the safe. That's oh, what it was. Oh, my he closed God. his hand in the safe and just, I mean, just cut his hand oh. terribly. Oh and they're like, okay, we need to get him off. So I signed him off then. Ooh. And then I was on another ship, I think the Majesty, maybe. He was on the Majesty with us for a short yeah. time. And I signed him off there too, because he got really hammered. And yeah. uh, they're like, "Ooh, we got to get him into didn't, some kind of they, program." But I think they did, didn't they? I remember hearing that they put him in a, in a rehab or yeah, a program, and the company sponsored oh, it. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. 
I don't think good. it worked. <laughs> I never saw it. Didn't work for the rest of us. Oh no, I never got signed in. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I, I, let's let's stop talking bad about everybody. Yeah. Okay, Sam, yeah. welcome, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. So, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being on. We really, really appreciate it. Tell us your ship story. Hi, my name is Sam Evans, and this is my ship story. I'm going to tell a story about somebody else. It was on the Sovereign of the Seas, go figure. And I'm going to tell you a story about David Perry. I don't know if any of you worked with Dave. I remember uh, the name. He was a British purser who had family in St. Lucia, uh, but he's originally from the UK. We, I worked with Dave for oof, a number of times, but like as we were assistants together, we roomed together, and then I became a second and he was still an assistant and then he became, finally finally became a second person and it was a big deal so you know because you got your you got your gold you got to go to the discos like, oh yeah. your own cabin that you was a big thing cabin so you know he was super thrilled super excited he he certainly milked it for everything he could but there was one night where it went a little bit too far we were all Just out one? well this one was <laughs> particularly bad <laughs> so we, uh, we, it was, I think it was like somebody's birthday and we'd all gone out and it was like, everybody was out. You know, we were drinking in every single lounge we could find, ended up in a disco. Dave's got his stripes on, so he's like, hey, I'm in the disco. <laughs> you know, having a great old time, you know. one thirty rolls around and we're like, time to go. You know, old curfew time. We all leg it. We end up in my cabin. Heaven forbid, there's more booze in my <laughs> cabin. It's like, hey, where's Dave gone? Oh, he must, have, he must have disappeared, gone to bed or whatever. So we're in my cabin, drinking away, drinking away. I don't know, it's like 2.30, I think, four to three. Next thing you know, straight into the cabin cabin good morning one and all aboard the sovereign of the seas oh, a great no. big pair of hairy bollocks <laughs> and why is it norwegians are so fucking boring <laughs> oh my God. And i'm just like holy shit that was dave oh, I'm no. like, uh, I'm, i've oh, heard this story like, yeah like second supercharged I'm like, I put on my uniform. Well, I still have my night, you know, I'm taking it all off. So I was drinking. So I just like literally put the jacket on, ran upstairs. And Adrian Bourne was behind the desk doing nights. And he's just white as a sheet. I mean, he was pretty white anyway. But he was just like super white than normal. And I'm like, dude, that was Dave. What happened? He goes, I re he came out of the disco at like two o'clock or whatever. And he's like hammered and he comes by the desk. And I really needed a shit. And I said, Dave. <laughs> Can you can you watch the desk for me? So Dave's like, yeah, sure, man, no worries. So on the sovereign air, if you remember, the, the guest bathrooms yeah. are right across the, the yeah. thing. Adrian goes in for a shit, comes back out. <laughs> By the time he comes back out, Dave's no longer there, but security's there going, what was that? And Adrian's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was taking a shit. And he's like, all right, well, if you don't tell me who it was, then you're getting the blame for it. So Adrian's like, well, I did ask Dave Perry to watch the desk for me. So, needless to say, next so day he, I think you didn't was, hear that in the bathroom. No, it was no, in it was... The crew. It was in crew areas. Oh, crew, okay. Crew right. cabins, oh, okay. I believe, if I remember rightly. Okay. And uh, next morning, it's a sea day, and Dave is second payroll, so he has to go and pay all the bar staff all their tips up in the disco. So I'm sitting at my desk, and I think I'm supercharged. So he's opposite me on the subway. He comes running in. I'm like, Dave, Dave, I need to talk to you. No, no, man, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, shit, fuck. Gets his money out of his safe and he's gone. And who was the chief person? The chief person was um, Malcolm Chapel. And he's like, was that Dave? Was that Dave? I'm like, yo, he's gone to pay the, the uh, bar staff. Dave comes back down. He's like, what the fuck? I don't understand it. All the bar staff are laughing at me. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, and I apologize for the accent. I'm going to do my best. 
They're like, yeah, man, dear man, that's the best one yet, man. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. And he's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? They all recognized him. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, boys. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You, you know, you know, you know. He's like, I don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, Dave, did he tell you something quick before Malcolm comes in and tell him as a girl? So I tell him what's happened. He's like, oh, fuck. I don't remember any of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do? What do I do? I said, well, first of all, you should probably go in and apologize. And maybe you can save the job. <laughs> so he goes in, sees Malcolm. Next thing you know, they're marching out across the lobby into hotel manager's office, which was um, Barry. Oh, Jones. Oh, <laughs> Barry Jones. Jones. Oh, no. So this not is going like, well. Yeah. It's not going to so end well. No. So, well, yeah. depending on uh, how cute, I don't remember what David looked like, but if David, David was cute, it would have ended okay. Well, I, I won't tell you the story at the end yet. We on like day two, day three of the cruise, whatever. He's like, oh, he told me I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't have to go and see the captain. I'm good. I'm good. But I'm not allowed to go out in public areas this week. We're like, all right, we'll just party downstairs. So we did. So come Saturday, we're back in Miami. I'm doing supercharge. John Murphy is doing crew. And then is and Dave's supposed to do payroll. So he's got it all ready. Next thing you know, it's like Malcolm comes in. Dave, you need to come with me. Where's he go? Cafeteria. Oh, straight no. off straight off and they're like yeah you need to pay out all the crew he goes fuck that shit you fuckers <laughs> and that's it just done so me and Murphy had to figure out how to do our jobs and his at the same time and and Dave went off to St. Lucia for about a few months I think and uh, eventually resurfaced oh. in Miami like hey boys <laughs> what? Oh, now what no. did he tell the the staff captain what did he tell Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he just. Or what? What did they say? You're gonna have to what? They told him that although they were firing him, he had to finish his job. He had to finish. He had to go and pay all the crew who was signing off. And it was like one of those monstrous days, like you had a casino manager signing off, cruise director signing off. So it was like big amounts of money that were being paid out. Uh, Yeah. So that was it. That was Dave. That was Dave. No. And trying to figure all out where he left off on the payroll side, oh my God, would have been a freaking nightmare. Yeah, and that was, this was uh, probably, this was probably back in the days when it was all still DOS based. Oh yeah. There was no oh, yeah. windows. No, no. Uh, yeah, no, it was all the DOS. All the things and it just yeah. stuff them all and staple them, get a yeah. big crew yeah. doing it all. Dot matrix the printer that printed yeah. out those uh, yeah. envelopes. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, oh so. man. I saw Dave last year in Wales for my 50th and uh, we, uh, we reminisced about that story. <laughs> you still can't remember it. <laughs> well, I think we need, we, you need to get Dave on here. <laughs> uh, I've heard versions of that. I remember when yeah. sort of that happened, but I didn't know the specifics yeah. uh, around it. Uh, I'll never forget that one. It's right. Mean, that that's what like, I that's what I remember. I just remember hearing there was some purser that got drunk and made this hairy ball <laughs> the hairy balls. That's right, yeah. yeah. Great big pair of hairy bollocks tools. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds like we need to get him on here. Uh Dave's Dave's a character. He certainly is. Um, uh, he hasn't changed a bit, so it's funny. Where, so Sam, I, well let's talk about Sam. Okay. Uh right, hey, Dave. yeah. So when did you join ships? Little known fact, not many people know. I started in December 91 on the Song of Norway as a youth counselor. Wow. I didn't know oh. that. So I think Brad, Wait, you might have actually been on the ship at the same time. We did work together. Yeah. I was just thinking about it the other day after we talked about me coming that's out. How, that's, that's how I yeah. know. 
Yeah, I think you might have been the, the, the person who made me want to become a person. No. Because, <laughs> was that the you or Sarah Morgan, I think? So. That was Sarah. That would have been Sarah, the good purser. I was yeah, the bad purser. Yeah, but more. the fact that you were a bad person, I think that might be the, the saving grace, you know? I was like, I want to do what he does all the time. Yeah. No, I started off as a youth counselor. It was a seasonal youth counselor. That's and, it. Uh, God, how did I, I forget I that? And all I did was just drink and then play statues with the kids and be like, you know, play some music and then I'd be like, all right, who could be a statue the longest? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was when I started. And then um, I was supposed to fly back to the UK. Uh, so it was like just for the holidays. And I was in Miami in January. And then um, so the person who got me the job was a guy called John Nedicott, who's uh, who was sort of. I think he was like Royal Caribbean employee number seven at the time. Oh, wow. So he goes way back in the company. How long were you used staff? Oh, just the one season, just the one season. And uh, so John, who's a friend of the family, is like he got me the job and bought his season as the youth counselor. He calls me and he's like, so what do you think? Did you like it? I'm like, yeah, I fucking loved it. How do I stay? And he's like, <laughs> all right, well, what would you do if you could do it? Because that was back when youth counselors were only seasonal. Nobody was permanent. I was like, well, I think I'd like to become a purser. <laughs> Who I was? How do you like being a youth staff? I think I want to be a professor. So uh, he's like, okay, well, leave it with me. So that was like the Monday, and then Wednesday, I found out I was joining the Sovereign on the Saturday. So I had to call my mum from you know the Marriott and be like, hey, mum. Uh, not on the plane. I'm staying on. And I think I ended up doing like nine months in the end because oh. like they extended me for whatever reasons. Did you just do so, yeah. like, Well, our standard, our standard contract uh, assistant persons back then was nine months. Yeah. So was, I never uh, did yeah. nine months. Mine was only six. No, we were nine. We were yeah, nine, I remember on the, doing on the, nine on the small ships. We were nine. Oh, maybe, maybe on the small yeah. ships. But I mean, I was on Song of America, which I guess was at that point was probably like middle sized. But I only did six months. Yeah, My contracts were all six months. I never. No, months. I, I got extended a bunch of times as, a, as an assistant. Oh, yeah. And, and, they and a second, I think they just abused me basically. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My first <laughs> contract, they abused, they abused a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot it of was so. almost all the time. I don't think yeah. that we could have done anything longer than six months. I mean, no. you could, I mean, you could always tell a person who'd like who would overextended their contract because they'd just be like, "No, don't talk to me, don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I am not talking to another guest again." <laughs> well, my first contract, they tried to extend me. They just asked me to extend a week. I was so tired that it was the day before turnaround. It was the Saturday. We were turning on on Sunday. And on Saturday, halfway through the day, they said, oh, your replacement can't make it. Can you stay on another week? Yeah. And I said, oh, hell no. What's the longest that either one of you worked on like one contract? Yeah, I it did, was nine. It was nine. Yeah, I think nine. I did a, a really long contract on the majesty because I wanted to go to Michelle Martin Wiedig's wedding. So I ended up doing like, I think it was like eight months. Then I had two weeks off and I did like another three or four months or something like that in order to make it work. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did nine months on the song of Norway as an assistant. I went home for a month and then that's when they called me to replace Spike Peterson. And then I did another nine months as oh, night. Oh, what, was night purser? Oh my night purser. Is that when you started writing your book that we... That yeah, we, that's when I went crazy and started <laughs> writing my book. <laughs> we got we to we get in, back into this book later. No, I remember. I remember me and Dave and Alan Teague all rewriting the uh, what the hell was it called? The daily schedule thing. Compass. The cruise compass. The compass. Yeah, we wrote that 
and it was disgusting what we wrote. <laughs> I wish I had a copy of it. It was just like, you know, gangbangs on deck number four. And... <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was horrid. <laughs> oh, man. How long we did you stay sleep? on board? Uh, like... I, I, I left in, I think it was 94, I think. So not that long. Oh, but, no. uh, yeah, It was fun. I enjoyed every minute of it. So you had a lot of time in St. Thomas being on the Sovereign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that and was a, a nice port. And San, San Juan, those overnights oh. were freaking awesome. That was oh, so much God. fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm surprised I didn't get arrested. <laughs> yeah, no, those overnights where you'd be out all night. I mean, I yeah. remember walking back to the ship and the sun was coming up and yeah. it'd be like, okay, let's go take a nap and, and, and get to work. But well, we, uh, we ended up one night, it was me, Adrian Bourne and Michael Figgis. Mixter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we ended up down in, remember Shantytown? Uh, like if you went towards the fort and you looked down, it was all the shanty village uh, thing going on there, like all corrugated iron houses right. and stuff. We ended up there looking for food. Oh my God. We, we, like, so you've got three, three Brits who can barely speak a word of Spanish. One of us decided to ask a bag lady if she knew where we could get some food. <laughs> And she took us down into Shantytown. And we go down and we go down and down and down and down and down. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And she just points us into this door. We walk into this door and this place is probably no bigger than this, this room right now, my bedroom, my studio. And there's a guy, he's got a little counter. He's got like one table over there. He's got like four seats at the counter and he's cooking. Can speak a lick of English. We're just like hungry. And he's like, oh, see, see, yeah. Next thing you know, he's whipping out food left, right and center. And he's trying to talk to us. We're trying to talk to him. And we're there till like 6am. And then this kid comes in, like I say kid, he's like a teenager. But he's got like this massive scar down the side of his face. He's got like pretty much a skinhead, bunch of tattoos, whatever. You know, back when tattoos were sort of like, oh, don't do that. And um, he's like, what are you guys doing here? We're eating, drinking coffee. (laughs) And he's like, are you fucking mental? You don't want to be here because you will get killed down here. What? He goes, you should leave now. Like you should really leave now. So we go to pay the guy, we get out cash, you know, and the guy's like, no, 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 no. And he starts saying something. The kid goes, no, no, he said you had, you kept in company all night. He had a great time with you. We're like, <laughs> we don't even know what we said. <laughs> <laughs> so we had great food and then left, you know, and then I think I was first person there and I was clearing the ship, you know, and I was talking with the port agent the next day, or, you know, that day, I should say, later that day. And he's like, oh, what'd you do last night? Whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, I had dinner down in the shanty town. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even go there and I was born here because nobody goes down there and I was like oh we did <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. too funny man that's a great story yeah that's a great story and you're right there were parts of, of San Juan, old San Juan that you did yeah. you did not yeah. go I mean yeah. you could start getting on the edge of it and you're like yeah. wait a oh, second we were right yeah. in the middle of it because I remember hammered. like people used to get mugged all the time walking yeah. back yeah. to the right. ship right. Right. in the middle of the night so you had to make right. sure you walked with somebody else so that you weren't alone walking back because you would get mugged walking back to the ship. Is that like in Old San Juan? Like, yeah, yeah. in Old San Juan. Really? Not so far from the ship. Not huh. far. So apparently the, the bag lady was our security detail, so we were good. <laughs> <laughs> That's really oh, yeah. good. I remember so, Michael Figgis. So Gabby Doria used mm-hmm. to, Michael Figgis used to like going to the casinos and he would gamble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't have any money saved at all. He would spend no. all his money uh, gambling. No. So Gary 
uh, Gabby Doria used to pat him down and search him before leaving the ship to make sure he that wasn't taking me. his credit card. Yeah. yeah, and then he would hide it. So we'd get off the ship and he would take off his, his shoes. It's like, here you go. Oh, I, she didn't find it. He was a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember going to a casino with it once. He's like, oh, yeah, let's go. In. And I, didn't, I just didn't give a crap about casinos. You know, gambling's just not my thing. Yeah. And he's like, come on, let's go and play roulette. I'm like, what? I, 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 what, all right, sure, whatever. What do you want me to do? Oh, put, oh, just pick some numbers. I'm like, all right, so I pick some numbers. <laughs> I win it all. I lose it all in one go. I'm like, right. all right, what do I do now for the rest of the night, you bastard? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, uh, when I was on the Monarch, you know, we loved like Old San Juan and, and El Moro, the castle, and we'd have go mm-hmm. and have lunch and stuff up yeah. there. And I found out that my aunt, her boyfriend was the general manager, the second charge of the main tv station in san juan so i was like well yeah let's go meet him and he was like i guess there's only at this time one main channel or whatever so we met him and it was like meeting the godfather like you couldn't get near him like he had his own security detail wherever he went they took him around everywhere so every time we wanted to go to like el uk or you know stuff like that like his people came and took us and we were you know we had like a car drive with us that then everywhere we went but that was really that was really wild but you know we went into one of the casinos at the big open air on the but it was it was great it was fantastic oh yeah because that was sunday you had sunday turnarounds and it was daylight but at night, like at two, oh, three, four in the morning, they would wait for the drunk people to come back to the ship and they would they knew they were gonna be yeah. drunk. So mm. they would mug people. It happened every week. Wow. Yeah. Every single week. We all used to go to the uh, there was a pool place and just play pool all night and had, like, there was quarters a, and everything. Uh-huh. So there and was like, being purses. Being purses, you all you all we'd all walk out with big rolls of quarters. Yeah. This is our table for the night. <laughs> yeah, there was that. It was at the square at the top of the hill, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember going up there and, and playing pool as well. Yeah. yeah, and I remember being in another Dave Perry story. Actually, we were in one of the nightclubs in San Juan one night in Old San Juan, and uh, we'd been drinking as usual. And then there, it had like this tiny bar, like off to the side, and it was only sat like three or four people. So we're in there, music's going over there, and we're sitting there, and we decide to do shots. So we get to the bartender, we're like, yeah, two shots. He's like, of what? We're like, no, whatever you want. So we do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. And then he starts doing the layered shots, you know. And it was like, it was like 10 bucks a round. So we're just like, two more, two more, two more, two more. And uh, we're like, fuck, we're so drunk, we need to go now. So the guy's like, I'm going to buy you a drink because you guys have spent a ton of money tonight. So he gets us, I think they were called uh, Flaming Mexicans, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was a layered shot and they set it on fire and then you put a straw in it and you suck it down. So we put some in front of us. I put my straw in and I do it. I somehow splash the alcohol onto my face. Oh, no. So my face is like on fire. The bartender sees it, grabs a, some ice, whacks me across the face. I fall <laughs> off my stool. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell was that? He said, your face was on fire. I'm like, that was a flaming Mexican. No way. (laughs) I wake up the next morning, I've got this big mark up my face. Like Like a hand mark on on your face. No, not a hand mark, where it actually was on fire. Oh. This big pink burn. It was just like, great. The hair didn't grow there now, actually. Oh, my God. It's now known as as the flaming Welshman. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. I tell you that yeah. visual is really funny. 
That's something that, that you see in a movie that you yeah, wouldn't believe happens. It was. Yeah, it was. yeah. <laughs> wasn't that the bar? Wasn't that club up there called Laser? It could have been. Yeah, was that the one you had to go yeah. up the steps and everything, and you went in and what? Yeah, it was or like was oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it was like a pretty big dance club, but they had yeah, little rooms yeah. to the side where right, you, right. Where you could hang out. It then. Yeah. yeah, that was probably it. Oh, really? oh, this is so crazy because I was just reading some crew bar post today on Facebook about some girl talking about going to the laser club in San Juan. And I never, I've never heard of it. But no? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I used to go thing. there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, that was always packed with crew. And it was uh, open till like three or four oh, in the morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that, when we, that's when we were hungry after we got kicked out right, of there. We exactly. went to the shabby town. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one day that we were, I was with casino people. God, that's dangerous crowd. And it was like four or five in the morning. And we went to some place that wasn't that far from the port. It was like a, it was almost like a diner type place that had, you know, the, the, the stools that you sat at the counter and I had tables and we were sitting at the counter and there was a guy next to him. We didn't know who it was and who had some soup and the casino guy had some bread. And every time the guy turned around, he would dip it in the guy's soup. <laughs> and he kept doing it. I was like, Oh my God, this guy's going to kill you. If he turns around as if nothing, just kept doing it. It had the oh whole, God. whole bread, just kept eating away. Oh, <laughs> There was a bit, a, a small bit on Johnny Carson a long time ago where Dean Martin and Don Rickles or, or some other guy was from Oklahoma. He was stationed in Oklahoma. This is like in the 40s or something. But, you know, they were holding a drink and smoking on TV, you know, as they did, you know, back in the 70s. And the guy was talking to Johnny Carson like this. And every time the guy was talking to Johnny Carson, Dean Martin would flick his cigarette and put it out in his drink and everybody was laughing. And so the guy thought he was funny and he was like, what's everybody? I don't know what everybody's laughing about. And he'd take a drink and he'd do the same thing. And he'd flick. That's what that reminded me of. We're kind of the modern day Carson show. Just drinking and smoking, smoking, slapping people with their faces on fire. you got another one sam let's yeah, hear it i do i do okay uh, let's see it so there was one night it was myself gary davis uh john murphy and a guy called eric muir i don't know if any of you worked with him eric was this like american norwegian who was just a giant of a dude excellent guy we actually shared the same birthday we were in somebody's cabin drinking as you do and i think we were watching tv whatever and things just got a bit out of hand it all got a bit larry next thing you know everybody's just like not fighting fighting but like wrestling on the bed and there's like there's a couple of fists going in every now and again and i was like right i'm done with this i'm out so i literally leg it out the door and i'm running down the corridor (laughs) pretty much yeah it was getting a bit like that and my flip-flop hit a ruffle in the carpet i went straight into a safety door (laughs) i just collapsed into the floor and i'm just like oh my god that fucking kills so the thing is I'm laying on the floor and it's just like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I've made so much noise that all the other cabins have opened up their doors to wonder what's going on. And I'm going, oh, my head hurts. Shit. And they're like, oh my God, you are bleeding. And apparently it was just like gushing down the side of my head. So they're like, Gary and Eric and whatnot, they pick me up and take me to the hospital. They call, they're like, hey, sorry, got a bit of an emergency. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm laying on the table. The doctor's like, so have you been drinking tonight? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, not me, <laughs> not me. <laughs> and then the next thing I know is the boys are standing in the door and they go, look at the size of that fucking needle. I went, what needle? The one in your fucking head. <laughs> the guy is like stitching me up. I've got like 
heavy stitches in the side of my head. I woke up next morning, I'm like, oh, my a big God. Cut. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty bad and one. And <laughs> just a small head puncture bleeds a lot. I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So that, well, was, this, that was a fun time. <laughs> well, this might be a good time to tell. Did we record this, the Brad story? I don't think we did. Okay, so no. very similar. Uh, Brad won't remember this well, but this is how to remind you about your Voldemort scar, how you got it. So I'm your, I'm your memory here because I, I doubt you remember all that well. So we were partying it up in, in my cabin on the Majesty and we were just drinking away and we had um, put a lot of ice in the shower because that's where we were, you know, we had a tendency to just to fill the ice with shower, uh, the ice, I mean the shower with ice, God, who's drunk. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Brad was, was pretty well on his way. And he closed the door and we're still, you know, parting it up. And we hear this loud thump and we're like, what the hell happened? Brad, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like Brad, open up, open up. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. He opens the door and he's holding his head like this. And he, I think he had a towel on it and he's holding his head and we're like, okay, let us see. Take your, take your hand off. He takes his hand off and blood just spurts everywhere i mean it's just like there is so much blood all over the place we're like holy shit brad you know so he covers his head again we're like okay we gotta take you to the hospital no i'm not going to the hospital (laughs) i think we can all imagine that Uh, and he he didn't want to go so we 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 pulled him called the, the the hospital got the i mean this was like two in the morning got the doctor out of bed um and uh, so they take him over to the hospital room. I'm holding him on one side. I don't remember. I think it's Tim Johnson is on the other side. And we're like holding him down. Yeah, been there. Yeah. And so the, the doctor gets that needle out, you know, that curved one to get stitches. Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake of looking straight at the wound. And she starts going like this and just yanking his skin, you know, as they kind of to pull yeah. the, the stitch tight. And I turned white. I mean, I was just like, holy... I was like, so that she actually stops and says, are you okay? And I had to just take a deep breath and I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. I had to turn my head. And that's when I found out I will never, ever work in the medical field ever (laughs) because I cannot take it. But that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, Brad, Brad's Voldemort scar story. Did you remember any of that? How much very, did you remember? Very little. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember going into the bathroom, taking a pee and going to do something and just fell and <laughs> hit my head on the, on, as I was going down, I hit my head on the sink. Uh, and that's, that's it. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. We're out of time. It's been uh, a pleasure, gentlemen. Great well, to have you, man. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, it's great to be on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. We'll, we'll, yeah. We're going to get you back on here yeah, one of these days yeah plenty more plenty more yeah. great yeah, to see you good job guys Keep yeah it up. take care appreciate it all nice right. to meet take you guys. boys all right Ciao. okay Ciao. bye Ciao. sam bye take for it easy, guys bye that was great that, that was, was really great really good yeah that was it was gonna be a good one yeah it was good to see him it's, he's good. he's one of those people that i worked with very little but I feel like I know him really well for some reason, even though we didn't really work that much. And he's always great to talk to. I totally forgot that we worked a whole season together <laughs> on the song in Norway, but he was a youth staff. He I would never have known. Man. Yeah, I didn't know he was a youth staff. I, for, I totally forgot. And that's, that's why 
<laughs> That's why I'm like, Sam, I feel like I know you. So. <laughs> well, Even though I, we only had that one handover, besides yeah. the whole season that we worked together. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this podcast is serving as a good way to bring back some memories for you, uh, Brad. <laughs> some, some good, some not so good. Yeah. And is there, is there a human being or I know there is nobody that we've uh, interviewed so far that hasn't drunk or been drunk on, on any of them. Everything on the ship is. Penny tried to say that she didn't drink much, but every other story started with, well, I've had a little bit to drink. (laughs) Well, I had a little bit to drink. I didn't really drink. Well, I think that one I drank a little bit. Yeah. Well, I know you guys don't pay attention to this, but in my show notes for Penny, I, I put, May have may have drunk a little bit. Yeah. In, in quotes. <laughs> hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!